How you doing? This is Ivan from Bite Size Wisdom for Busy People, and I'm back to share another idea to help you live more consciously. Today our topic is on establishing an observing eye, and this deals with our self-development practice of self-observation. And to those of you who have visited my channel before, you know that I'm always talking about self-observation because this is a primary tool, a primary way that we are able to change ourselves and initiate inner growth. So before we get into it, for those of you who are new, I will talk a little bit about self-observation so you understand better because when I share this idea with people, most people will mistakenly assume that they understand what we're talking about because they will understand based on their typical understanding, everyday understanding of the word observation which you know just means that we see or observe something external in our external reality using our physical senses so we see and observe something that is not us but in self-observation for our inner growth this is using your attention in a very special way in which we utilize our inner senses not our physical senses our inner psychic senses to objectively observe all our inner phenomena that occur in our inner space and this allows us to really get a deep understanding of how we work of our personality and this is how we grow and become more conscious and I also need to talk a little bit about another idea and and about two months ago I did a video called understanding all our inner personality uh, if you want to check that out I'll put the link in the description and in this video I talked about how in our inner space we have dozens and hundreds of small eyes these are distinct personalities that live in our inner space and we say I too we take them to be who we are the problem with this is is that most people believe that they have one unchanging eye that is always thinking speaking and doing on their behalf but the reality is, is that we are not one, we are many. And this is a key idea that you learn in esoteric systems of knowledge, that we are not one, we are many, we are a legion. And this is important to see clearly. And this is what self-observation helps you to see. Because if you believe that you are one, then you will not be able to observe yourself in the way that I'm speaking about now inwardly. Because if you are one, there will be nothing to observe. You will not be able to shift within yourself. And as far as all these different distinct voices that we have that live within us, these small eyes, on a practical level, people can understand this or relate to this by just seeing how throughout their day, there's various roles that you play. You know, if you're at work, you're playing the role of, you know, your office. And if you're a parent with your kids, you know, you're playing the role of a parent with your wife or husband and you can see that these are all distinct voices that are operating within you and they are thinking speaking and doing on your behalf but the problem is is that most of the time these roles are being played out unconsciously we don't even notice how we seamlessly move in and out of these different eyes that are in charge depending on the external circumstances our inner states so once we clearly see that 
we are not one but many, then this is when we can really start to practice our inner work and initiate our conscious evolution. And this leads me to talk about the next major point is that we need to learn to divide ourselves in two. This is another major and deep insight from esoteric knowledge that we need to divide ourselves in two, meaning we need to create an observer and an observed side. The observer initially is establishing this observing eye that I'm talking about. Because when we are first exposed to these development ideas, these self-development ideas, this higher knowledge, we are understanding more at an intellectual level. It's not our real existential understanding. So we initially, when we start to assimilate some of these ideas, we need to recruit some of these eyes within us, these various aspects within us that want to work, that want to change. And this will be the initial stage of where we start to slowly cultivate an observing eye, an observe side, uh, observer side that wants to observe the observed side. The observed side is our personality, our thoughts, our feelings, our sensations, our unconscious tendencies, our mechanical habits. And this will initiate a conscious struggle within us because we will slowly be shining a little bit more light. We will be noticing a little bit more the things that went on on autopilot that we really didn't really notice until maybe after the fact. And it was just unconscious. And the reason that this initiates a little struggle, a little fight, is because we will start to expose many of the aspects that we don't like about ourselves. So we will see the good and the bad about our personality. And initially for many people this causes a little suffering. This is conscious suffering. But when I use the words fight and suffering, you know, this is a good thing because this is a conscious struggle. It's like rubbing two sticks together. We will be releasing more conscious awareness. We will be creating a little more breathing room within ourselves where we start to separate from all that is false within us. And initially it may be a little difficult. But if you want to change and if you see that these mechanical habits run your life, you know, you will gain momentum and you really want to become more conscious. You want to not be a machine, right? So this is why this is important because if, if you believe you are one, then you won't be able to change. There will be nobody to initiate this observer and observe side. It will just be all your little small eyes just deceiving themselves pretending to work and this is what you see in a lot of the self-improvement world where they just stay at the level of the mind you know and after many years of working on themselves they realize that they're where they started so we want to really understand how our psyche works and that's what genuine sincere self-observation can reveal to you so when we recruit these eyes that want to observe we will be establishing this observing eye and in the beginning like I said it's more on the intellectual level so we need to constantly be renewing and practicing self-observation until we gain enough momentum that it slowly starts to attract more and more eyes more aspect of yourself that want to work that want to observe themselves 
and it will coalesce around this observing eye and become stronger. And if you keep practicing, you'll get to a certain stage where it's not an intellectual thing anymore. It gains its own momentum, its own energy, and you're able to practice observation without really having to think about it. And you will just always be getting a lot of data about who you are at a deep level. And it, the more you progress with this, then you will be drawing out your sense of I from all these mechanical and unconscious tendencies and identify more with consciousness itself, with presence, with beingness itself. And that's where we want to go to. That's the direction we want to head to. So this is what self-observation will help you do is to learn to discriminate and distinguish between what is false within you and what is true. And here true is beingness, consciousness. So this is a huge step. So in order to establish this observing eye at the initial stages to really practice self-observation, you need to learn to divide yourself in two, like I said, and use your attention in a special way. So I want to recommend that you check out the video that I made called How to Not Become a Smartphone Zombie. How to Not Be a Smartphone Zombie. In that video, I go in depth of how to divide your attention in a special way that almost no, none of us were taught in school or by our family. So this is something that we need to learn and practice. And as you practice and learn to really verify this for yourself, like I said, you will be able to cultivate and make this observing eye stronger because through your own first-hand knowledge and understanding, you will see the value in doing your inner work and you will start to make more and more connections and you'll want to do it. You want to keep going. So I suggest you check out that video because in that video, you will learn how to divide your attention in the way that I'm talking and you can start to establish your observing eye and continue to work on that until you can progress to a further stage. All right, guys, so I hope you enjoyed that video. I know it's a lot to take in. These things, these ideas are very deep, and if they don't seem like they're deep, then I don't know what to say, <laughs> but they are very deep and once you see the significance behind them and verify it through your own experience and see how all these inner personalities are operating within you unconsciously, then you will really want to pursue it. You will really want to practice because we don't want to be an organic machine, right? We want to have conscious volition and real will. All right, guys, so I hope you're doing well. Hope you enjoyed that. And wherever you are in the world, take care. Peace.